If you're listening to this podcast, I assume you want to learn more about math pedagogy and teaching math. So today I'm going to share with you some books that have really helped me learn more about the pedagogy of math. Hello, and welcome to Making Number Sense Make Sense, a podcast for elementary teachers, specifically early elementary teachers, looking to really make an impact in the number sense of their students. In college, I had one class about teaching math, and I felt like it was very broad. It was just one class, and I feel like the general thing, I guess, that you get when you're in a class about how to teach math is they usually give you a third grade lesson. No hate to third grade teachers, but they give you a third grade lesson because it's kind of in the middle. They don't really talk to you too much about differentiating down or differentiating up. And that's all well and good when it's theoretical when you're in college, but when you're actually in the classroom, it's like, well, that's not really going to help me if my kids can't count yet. So I found myself, you know, teaching kindergarten In math, if you've heard my very first episode, my math origin story, you know I had a, uh, I didn't have the best relationship with math, period. So I already felt a little bit uncomfortable teaching math, and I feel like I'm definitely not the only teacher who has felt that way. And so I was really looking for help. I was really looking for support. I was a first-year teacher. I was starting a new program. I was starting a Spanish immersion program, and I don't know this for a fact, but I know it's true. The school that I had started at, they were just starting Spanish immersion in kindergarten, and they didn't necessarily, the feeling I got was that they didn't necessarily want immersion there, and I felt very much like Because they didn't want immersion there, there weren't necessarily that many people other than my amazing kindergarten team who were willing to help me. Maybe because they didn't know how to help, maybe because it's not a testing year, so it often gets pushed aside. I don't really know. So I felt like I really didn't have anybody to help me figure out how to do this job and how to really dig deep because I wasn't teaching any language arts. I was only teaching math and science. And especially in the younger grades, I had one class on math. I had countless classes on how to teach reading. So I had one class on how to teach math. Didn't even show me how to teach my age level well that I felt prepared for. So I was really between a rock and a hard place. I was like, how am I going to do this? Luckily, there was one other person other than my amazing team who could help me, and that was our math, our Title I math specialist, Bobby, and literally the only other person who would help me. So I'm going to share with you some things that my amazing math resource person told me. So if you find yourself in a similar situation and you don't have a Bobby, I am happy to be your Bobby. (laughs) And when she retired, She gave me a lot of her materials. She pointed me in the right direction. So I am happy to do that with you today. So like I said, I am there trying to figure out how to teach math. And these are some of the resources that I found the most helpful. And this is, I'm speaking specifically about 
the theory of math, math pedagogy, and the way that kids learn math, not necessarily centers. A lot of these books do have centers, but I wouldn't necessarily go to these first if I'm looking for math centers. The first one that she gave me was Teaching Student-Centered Mathematics, Developmentally Appropriate Instruction for, bra- for Grades Pre-K to 2 by John Vandewall and colleagues. They have one for third to fifth grade, which I've also looked at. It's in the same vein, very good. I think they have one for middle school too, but I haven't actually looked at that. Like I don't have that one in my hands. And I found that the student-centered mathematics book to be extremely helpful. It talks about setting up your classroom. It talks about the pedagogy, so how kids learn different math skills. It does give you center ideas and station ideas, but it really, I felt, wraps it up really well. It gives you just enough theory and just enough centers to marry it together and help you feel really prepared. So I highly, highly, highly recommend the Teaching Student-Centered Mathematics series. And like with most books, they're not necessarily the most budget-friendly, but see if you can get them either in your school professional library or your district professional library. You can usually find them used for not too expensive, but I highly recommend that one. The next books I recommend are the ones that go with the Math Recovery series. If you've taken the Advantage Math Recovery course, it's very good. They talk about the purple book in the first one, and the purple one is good, but the one I found most helpful is actually the green book. The green book is called Teaching Number, Advancing Children's Skills and Strategies. This one is more specifically just about counting and number sense. You might hear me flipping through the pages. I want to make sure I don't forget anything. So the purple book has more, like it talks about counting. It also talks about decomposing. So if you're looking more global, there's that one. But this one really digs into the counting, the green book. I wouldn't say you need to take the math recovery course to use those, but you have to understand the way that the math recovery course is set up. They have their assessment that you give to your student, the students one-on-one, and if they get this answer right, you move on to the next one and the next one, and wherever their ceiling is, wherever they were not able to solve the problem, that kind of tells you what their level is, and from there, you would look in this book and be like, okay, this was their level, and now I can do these activities or do this kind of station or do this kind of one-on-one or this kind of small group activity to help them move to the next level is how to use that book. But if you're just picking up that book cold, you might not understand how to use it. So that's kind of what it is. It was basically the idea is you give this assessment and then from there you figure out what level they're at and then from there pick the activities that you're going to use to support that. So for those ones, it's helpful to have a more general overview of the different stages to be able to use it. However, you can definitely find that. So I wouldn't say it's a no-go, but the teaching student-centered mathematics, you can pick it up and use it on day one. The next book I'm going to recommend is not necessarily a math book, but it's more general, and that's Culturally Responsive Teaching and the Brain. And that book, I feel like just kind of goes not just into math, but it really talks about how the brain works. It can get a little bit dense, like it's very much talking about how the brain works and how the brain learns. But once you have an idea of how the brain works and how the brain learns, you can apply that to every subject, not just math. So I would highly recommend that book and looking into that book by Zaretta Hammond. And that book, I've already done a episode comparing kind of the steps that she lays out in that book and part of this book 
to the Building Thinking Classrooms book, which is my next recommendation. I didn't put that first because I think most people who are listening to this podcast have already read that book, so I didn't put it as my number one, but that one, if you have not read it, is also a great book, the Building Thinking Classrooms book, and that book sets up a framework for a different way to teach problem solving that is very effective. And I know I had been struggling for years with a good way to teach problem solving that gets all students engaged because a lot of times you have your students who felt more confident in math engaging in problems and other students who maybe didn't feel as confident just would not. They would just sit there, you would really try and help them and it was just not working out. So building thinking classrooms is a great way to kind of sweep most more students up in the problem solving process in a way that's effective and I saw really great results with that. So as a recap, the Teaching Student-Centered Mathematics by John Vanderwall, the Math Recovery series, they have books for different topics, but the Purple Book and the Green Book are the ones that I used the most and like the Green Book is specifically for counting, the Purple Book has more of an overview, Culturally Responsive Teaching and the Brain by Zaretta Hammond and Building Thinking Classrooms by Peter Liliadal. An author I haven't dug into yet, but I've heard a lot of good things about, it's next on my list, is Julie J-U-L-I Dixon. I've heard a lot of good things about that. It comes highly recommended. Her books come highly recommended, so I'm excited to dig into those as well, and I will keep you updated on how I find those. I hope I've given you some ideas of where to start. As always, feel free to send me a message. I'm happy to discuss any of them if you have any questions. And if you would like me to dig into more of these books in detail, you can always fill out the Google form linked in every single show notes to give me some feedback or any questions you might have that you'd like me to do a whole episode on. I'm happy to do that for you. Until then, you'll hear me next time.